0: Hello and welcome to the Success Unscrambled podcast. This is Alvern. In today's episode, we're going to be looking at blogging for beginners 11 things you need to know. So, are you thinking of starting a blog? Do you need a resource that offers a blogging for beginners PDF with tips and tricks? starting a blog can be really hard and confusing and overwhelming and exciting and it makes you anxious. And you have all these emotions um, going on in your head and in your heart and in your mind and in your second brain, as they call it, which is where your serotonin lies in your gut. But over 10 years ago, I was in your shoes and I just wanted someone to lead me by the hand And most importantly, help me avoid all the mistakes. There wasn't any resource available to show me what I needed to do for free. In fact, I had to spend hard-earned money to learn the ropes. In fact, the ropes weren't even the ropes I was supposed to learn. But I'll leave that for another podcast. By the way, spending money on training is not a bad thing at all. Investing in your blogging education is very important, but the basics should be available for free. The truth is, I was so very disappointed because I did not learn a lot, which means that my progress was a lot slower than I expected, not because um, I'm a slow learner, but because things that people were teaching you weren't relevant or they they only taught you half the message or, you know, it just wasn't up to scratch. It is time for me to give back, as it were, to anyone who needs my help to get their head around the basics and most importantly, avoid the errors. So the purpose of this particular podcast is to give you a head start so that you can avoid the pitfalls as much as possible. First, we have your emotional investment. Nobody talks about this at all, but one key element of becoming a blogger is your mindset. Without a proper mindset, you will fail. Blogging is a long-term investment that requires you, the blogger, to be ready to invest 5, 10 or even 15 years of your time. Now, in saying that, you can just inv- invest probably 3 years or 5 years and then uh, flip the blog or sell the blog on or it just it may be you're just doing flipping of blogs. That's your that's your um, that's your business. Some businesses actually they just create a blog, get it up and running and then within a year they sell it on to someone else. But if it is you want to use the blog as your main source of income then you need to prepare to invest you know a minimum of, of three years um, in your blog to, um, to make it flourish so to speak just like any other business investment anyone starting a business knows that they may need a minimum of three years for the business to become viable it's the same with blogging except with blogging it's the investment is a much lower cost to entry and um it isn't as much headache as starting a regular bricks and mortar business. If investing all this time in blogging is a big turnoff for you then, or maybe you don't have that kind of time to invest in blogging, then starting a blog is probably not right for you. Some people write once a month. Others write once a week like me and still others write several times a day. The scariest part of blogging is coming up with the ideas for your next blog post. This is especially true if you are new. As soon as you hit publish or um, schedule, it's time to think of your next blog post. It is advisable that you should um, have sufficient content or posts that, or even ideas for posts that would be for the next 6 to 12 weeks. So what are you going to write 12 weeks from now? 11, 10, 9, 8 weeks? What are you going to What are you going to put out there to the audience? You should have a list of topics that you can just slot into a calendar and you know you're going to write about that topic. And if you change your mind, that's not a big idea. You can just switch it out to something else. But you should have um, a list of ideas for the next sort of 6 to 12 weeks. Otherwise, you'd find yourself in a very overwhelming situation. And just in case that sounds very scary to you, don't worry, I'll share you a number of resources that you can use to overcome this particular hurdle. So you're probably thinking, what can I write about in the broad sense of the word? One of the most important aspects of wanting to start a blog is deciding what your blog is going to be about. So your big niche, niche, or your, like, are you going to be in a food blogger? And if you're a food blogger is it going to be a recipes or is it going to be a food critique or are you going to review restaurants or what are you going to do this is why it's important to really spend time understanding your passion as i already mentioned blogging is a long-term game so you need to be passionate about your niche trust me when i tell you that if you are not passionate about your blog topic you will run in out of steam in a matter of weeks if you're one of my readers, you know that I started a blog, started over, sorry, 100 blogs in the last 10 years. The number one reasons why blogs fail is that there is a lack of passion for the chosen topic, so you can become bored very quickly. Find your passion, then spend time finding a niche that is associated with that passion. For example, if you're passionate about creating videos, You have many options in this area. For example, you can become a vlogger instead of a blogger. So instead of writing on a topic, you have ideas for topics and you actually produce video around those topics. So you just talk to the video, talk into the video about what you're thinking about, and then you submit that to YouTube or Facebook or whatever your platform you're going to use. And that's the end of that. However, if your passion is writing, then you might want to consider blogging about... Um, about writing you can be talking about becoming a freelance writer Um, there's so 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 many options out there um, for anyone who wants to get started in blogging but the important thing is to find out what what medium do you like do you like videos do you like writing do you like um, maybe um, writing short little things on twitter for example or Images, you're probably, you're probably really good at images, so Instagram might be your baby. But get and find out what else it, what it you like to do and then find a topic around that area. The topic doesn't have to be very niche, like um, deodorants, the best deodorants in the market, and you're going to write all about deodorants. It could be much broader than that and talk about cosmetics, for example. And other the cosmetics, you can have Deodorants, creams, facial products, etc. So just think of a broad topic and then you can just narrow down what set of topics or what sort of products or services you want to talk about in that particular topic. So for my example, it is marketing. And one of the ways that uh, anyone can market um, their products or services is via blogging. And I like to write. So hence the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. Blog writing examples. So at this point, you are probably still not sure if you want to be a blogger and you may want to practice writing a few pieces. If uh, It is a very good idea to start a blog with 10 to 20 posts already written. So you have it already written, not necessarily published, but written. So you can have about five of them published and then the others schedule out over a um, a regular period of time. So maybe once a week or maybe you want to do once a day. I don't know what your your choice is. Um, because this is the reason why you do this is because you want to give the readers sufficient content for them to stay engaged. So if you have one post and you drive traffic to that one post and the reader is looking to see what else you wrote about, because I know this happened to me before, not necessarily some my blog, like I visited someone else's blog and I read their posts and I wanted to go and see what else they wrote about. And they only have one post and I'm thinking, okay, that's interesting. That's very weird. Um, and they, they started about six weeks prior to that post. Um, they have an about page and on one post and that's it. Nothing else. Um, so you might want to give your readers more content so they can stay engaged with your blog as opposed to clicking onto the next uh, next blog in your niche. I do have a link um, available in the show notes that gives you access to 11 um, blog post ideas that will help you come up with more interesting topics, not necessarily topics, but let's just say content for you to write about. So I spent some time writing extensively about what you need to include in each particular um, blog post from a content point of view. I also have um, 11, I uh, well, 11 seems to be my favorite number, uh, 11 article writing tips will, that will guide you through the process so that you will avoid the mistake of blogging for the sake of writing. Uh, you need to set short-term and long-term goals of what you want to achieve by blogging. Every single blog post will need to be considered in, from a search engine point of view. Yes, search engine as in SEO can be very technical, but I have spent a lot of time outlining how to do it simply. Um, maybe not enough time. Maybe I need to write more blog posts about search engine optimization. But I do have a Yoast SEO tutorial that I've written about um, somewhere in the blogs. But I've I've left a link in the show notes. It will help you. Op- it will show you how to optimize every single blog post. Um, for the search engines, which will help you to rank in Google and then get traffic to your blog. So types of blogs that make money. So that's probably one thing you're probably wondering, okay, what else, what will I write about? What topic? What's my passion? But are there other people in my niche, broad niche, that's making money? So before you decide if blogging is for you, it's important for you to check to see if it's possible to make money in your niche or your niche idea. And there are many obscure niches out there that generate an income, I'm not saying that there isn't like fly fishing for example, or um jewelry not necessarily obscure but not the regular uh, not regular top six so to speak uh, any it is important, first of all. It is important that you only, the um, only that your only va- ugh, Sorry, it is important that your only motivation to write a blog or to start a blog isn't money. Any business that solves problems are the ones that make money. So I'll say that again, just in case you didn't get it. Any business that is in the market to solve problems are the ones that make money. In other words, solve problems and the money will follow. One of my mentors did an extensive study recently about the most profitable blog niches that make a minimum of $2,000 a month. And I've left the link in the show notes, just in case you missed that. I think I did a podcast. I probably didn't. I'm not sure. because sometimes I do a podcast on the post and sometimes I don't. Um, but just in case you missed that particular blog post, it's. I left the link in the show notes for you to follow. But the top six niches anyway are travel, mom blogs, food, marketing, personal finance, surprise, surprise, and lifestyle. I wrote extensively about these niches, outlining what vehicles they use to generate their income and how you can achieve the same as well. So how do you go about blogging like an expert? Well, every successful blogger will tell you that there are some standard tools that they use to help them achieve their goals every single day. If you plan to run your blog like a business, it is important to use tools that will help you um, stay efficient and prevent you from overwhelm. After starting your blog journey or your blogging journey, you will discover that you have so much to do. <laughs> so it's important to implement some time-saving tools to give you that success that you need. Sometime in the past, I did, um, yeah, it was a podcast. I know for sure this particular one was a podcast about the 20 tools that successful bloggers use to help them stay efficient. I've left the link in the show notes just in case you didn't get access to that particular podcast um, or if you're new to my podcast. And as you look at that particular list, you notice that I have it broken down into five different categories, i.e. writing, designing, plugins, engagement, and video. This is because there is just so much more to blogging than writing a post and then clicking publish or schedule. There's just so much more to it that no one ever tells you. So how do you manage your time like an expert? Well, very soon along your blogging journey, you're going to realize that you're going to have to learn to manage your time a lot better. You have to work smarter and not harder. Blogging can be a time suck if you let it control your life. There are several ways that you can improve the way you manage your time. I took the time to write extensively on some time management tips for busy bloggers. I've left a link in the show notes. You can go and have a look at that. That is also a podcast that you can listen to. You will also find some... um, Actually, you'll also find some um, time, time... efficiency tips on that particular podcast one of the best ways to help you manage your blog in an efficient manner is using applications on your phone while you are traveling or when you have downtime um, so you might find yourself in a doctor's office uh, if you're a mom and you have to bring your kids to the doctor or maybe you've gone on a play date and the kids are playing I'm not saying to to pay attention to your kids and and stay on your phone but if you're children and football bleh, football practice or uh, maybe they are at a kid's party or anything like that What you have to sort of or well, you probably yeah kid's party you've probably uh you, yeah sometime you have to sit down and just drink a coffee or tea or hot chocolate or have a nice healthy drink while you're waiting for your kids for drama practice football practice any of those extracurricular activities you have a choice, obviously, to sit down and chat with other parents, or if it's cold and everybody's in their car and it's snowing and it's raining and whatever is happening, you have this downtime tummy you're thinking, oh, I wish I had my laptop to do X or Y. But actually, um, you can take advantage of um, some applications that will help you save time um I have nine productivity apps that I've outlined. Is it nine or maybe it's 21? I have to check, but I think it's, I started with nine and now I think the list has now extended to 21 productivity apps. Um, but anyway, it is also a podcast. I've left, left a link in the show notes so you can take advantage of it. Um, that you can use when you're not at your desk. So how... After you've, you've, you have this particular back, background and you know what your passion is, you know what platform you're going to be using to direct your message to whoever your audience is, you now decide, okay, I need to f- to come up with a blog name. Now that I have this background information, I'm ready. I'm ready to to come up with a name so I can start my blog. So how do you go about coming up with a blog name? Well, before you decide on a blog name, you need to make sure you tr- you truly understand what you're going to write about. You also need to have a keen understanding of your audience, what problems you're trying to solve and to, for them and why. Every year, a lot of people go through the process of rebranding their blog, which is a lot of hassle. So you may start, and that is, it's not like if you would never do that. It's just had that person spend time most well, a lot of them, if they had spent time really finding out their passion before they started a blog, they they wouldn't have to go through the rebranding process. Like for example, my my blog name is Success on Scramble, and so is my podcast. Maybe I should have named the podcast differently, but I want to stick with that. And as you can see, with Success on Scramble, it's all about success, and success doesn't have to be in a specific area. It doesn't have to be in food. It doesn't have to be in travel. It doesn't have to be in whatever. I can use that name across several different niches. So I would not need to go and rebrand. So what I'm saying to you is you don't necessarily have to have food in your title if you know very well that you're not really sure about the food aspect. But if you you listen to my... I'm not too sure I did a podcast, but I know I definitely have a blog post about finding your perfect blog name. You would know that... Sometimes you would want to name it food, especially if you go into recipes and you know very well you're going to change some recipes and suddenly go into yoga, for example, or even something worse than that, travel. Because I know some lifestyle bloggers have travel and recipes on their blog. Um, But you want to find something that covers a, a, a sort of a broad area, but still punches a message. Like, you know, everyone knows that my blog is about success. How to find success based on the fact that I've named it success on Scramble. And it could be success in any area. That's why I chose that name. Um, second branch of into, Like I know I'm passionate about travel as well. Second branch of into travel, and still success on Scramble will still be my name. I don't need to rebrand. I probably need to change my tagline, but I wouldn't need to rebrand at all. You can change my colors anytime, but the name will still be the same. Um, success and struggle so if you're not sure if you're at a point where you you were dying to start a blog and you're not 100 sure about your niche try go for a much broader name rather than a specific name that relates to for example food or yoga or um, fashion or anything like that if you're still not sure try a broad name anyway but i have outlined lots of tips and tricks in my uh, yeah, blog post about blog naming your blog so to avoid a mistake spend about two weeks like right now in the process of naming a blog for one of my well for family like we're having to set up a family blog and I need to find a name I've been given the task to find a name but I I don't want to do it independent of other family members so I feedback to them over and over I'm still in week one at the moment so by this time next week I should have the blog name nailed down (laughs) hopefully um so we can start a a, that that blog together and go from there but spend about two weeks thinking about your blog name and take advantage of the blog posts that I wrote about all the the clever ideas around um trying to come up with a blog name for yourself that you can reduce use to reduce the amount of errors and and finding that perfect blog name for yourself getting your blog name right at least 95 percent of the time or 95 percent correct will save you a lot of heartache in the long run like for example now uh since i've started this particular podcast and blog i still see names i thought oh that would have been a better name you will always, always, always see. Names. <laughs> you you will be in the process of always seeing the names that you could have used and of the name that you found, and that's normal. That's okay. Once your, once you, once your name hits home for your audience, then that's just, just, just take it from there and and be content with what you have. So, as I mentioned earlier, it would be best for you to start a blog with about ten to twenty blog posts already crafted this is where your editor, editorial calendar comes in. At first, this may sound impossible. I mean, like how on earth are you going to find or write or come up with 20 blog posts already written before you start a blog? Well, it is possible. If you follow the tips I outlined in a previous podcast about SEO tips for mom bloggers, I know it says mom bloggers, but there's a lot of tips and tricks there that will help you understand search engine optimization and the whole process of, of gaining traffic. You'll understand why it's so important that you have those 10 or 20 blog posts already crafted. In fact, most bloggers will tend to have a, law, uh, sorry, a blog planner set up that outlines all of their blog posts for the next three months, which is normal. Others have their content planner filled with ideas for 12 months. Um, if you're a blogger on the, in the lifestyle niche, you will you can take advantage of the over 200 plus lifestyle blog post ideas. The cool thing about the lifestyle blog post ideas that I have outlined is um, some of them cover the travel niche, some of them cover the mom niche, some of them cover... cover Um, the health niche personal development etc so because your lifestyle bloggers cover such a wide umbrella of other niches you even if you're not a lifestyle blogger you will find a handful of ideas in that bunch of 200 or more that you can use for your particular blog Um, so um, go over ahead I have left the link in the shows go on ahead have a look at it and I'm sure you'd realize, oh, coming up with ideas for the next three months isn't such a hard thing after all, because you have all these other things that you can use for your blog. if If, however, you are a food blogger, I have over one thousand let's set up again, one thousand food blog topics that you can use um, in your blog planner. I've left a link again in the show notes so you can go over and have a look at that. I will be outlining more and more blog post ideas in, across other niches um, like health and um, travel and I have, I have a whole lot of blog to- um, topics. It's just finding the time to write them all. I know it's just so, so important. Um, to have time to do all of these things that you, these wonderful ideas that we come up with as bloggers. So all you need to do is keep checking back and and regularly so you can see when I have published those particular blog posts on other um, blog post ideas across other niches. So in terms of blogging platforms, as a blogger, you will notice that there are a lot of blogging platforms available to start your blog, like Wix and WordPress.com and Squarespace and Etsy, although Etsy's not really blogging, it's you're selling your products and um, Weebly, I don't know if Weebly is still existing, but when I was like you in your shoes and I first, I'm trying to think, my very, very, very first blog was on Weebly, as far as I can remember. I did do a blog on Wix Actually no, I think my very first blog was on blogger.com. Um yeah, I've I've used them. I've used them. I have never used Squarespace, but I've used all their platforms. I've used eBlogger, blogger.com, Wix, um, WordPress.com, and all the other um free platforms available. And I can tell you don't waste your time doing those because they're very strict restricted in what you can do with them and they don't offer you a lot of flexibility any expert blogger actually will tell you that it's better to start your own blog on a self-hosted platform compared to a free one like blogger or wordpress.com this is because you have more control on a self-hosted platform and you will have a lot of a lot more options available to you as a blogger The blogging platform i would recommend every time is wordpress.org i know there are others out there that's self-hosted um but and that is yeah self-hosted um even though it involves a lot more steps to get started it is totally worth it it means that you will need to buy your own domain name and invest in wordpress hosting for your blog I, I have written extensively on finding your perfect domain name. So I have left a link in the show notes. And I even outlined a list of WordPress hosts, blog hosts that I use and recommend. Last year alone, I went through I think probably around between 8 and 10 blog, um, web host, WordPress hosts. Um, so I know what I'm talking about in terms of hosting companies. I've lived and written reviews on, on them all. Reviews, but cautions. Yeah, I can call them reviews, I guess. Follow the link in the show notes. Okay, so now we come to starting a blog. I spend a lot of time outlining all the steps that you need to take before you even start a blog. So I hope you found them useful. Once you find yourself in a comfortable place where you're ready to create a blog or to start it, then I have a free course available. I took the time to create over 20 videos outlining the process to create a blog uh, in a startup blog challenge, a startup blog in 10 day challenge. I know you would see many different um blog posts or articles that's written about start a blog in five hours or start a blog in X amount of time. But trust me when I tell you you better off doing it in 10 days rather than rushing through it in five hours. Okay, if you have five hours, then fine, go ahead ahead and do that. But doing it over a 10-day period will give you some breathing space to correct any errors or if you run into any frustrations, which does happen. Personally, I can start a blog in five hours, no problem, because I've done this over 10 years, no problem. But for someone who's just brand new, getting your head around it, you're better off doing it over a 10-day period. So I've left a link in the show notes for the actual 10-day course. And I've also left a link in the show notes for the actual podcast that covers the starting the blog process. So you can, there's a short version and a long version for it, if you want to go and look at that. If you like me, like to read the process before you actually start, go and look at the short version. The link is in the show notes. You'll notice that so far, nearly every resource I have given you comes with a PDF that you can download for or some other freebie that will help you on your journey. It's important to remember that you need to complete all of the previous steps to creating a blog before you actually go and buy your domain name. (sighs) Okay, last on the list is the blog traffic. You are going to need an audience. You're going to need people to read your blog posts after you've created a blog. If you are wondering how to get this done, let me elaborate. One of the fastest ways to grow your blog traffic is by using Pinterest. If you've never thought about this platform before, then check out my Pinterest um, tips. Uh, what I have in the show notes, I have a podcast on that also. Without an audience, you will be blogging in vain. So traffic is the lifeblood of, lifeblood of your blog. I've also spent time offering additional resources to increase your blog traffic throughout my um, blog. You can just go and click on the blog traffic button, and you'll see all the resources are available there. You will need to know in advance where your audience spends most of their time. So, which social media platform do they hang out on? Once you know this for sure, you need to promote your content on that platform so that they can find you. So, even if you're a complete beginner, it's imp- it's imp- it is possible to use. A blogging for beginners resource to help you to avoid the pitfalls and start a blog successfully you are very lucky to use the ones I have so that you can make fewer mistakes and become successful much quicker if your end goal is to make money blogging you need to have a look at the three resources I have there the first one is how to make $25,000 a month the next one is the steps that you need to take to make a hundred thousand dollars a month or more And the next resource I have then is 42 blogging income reports outlined. I have the link in the show notes. Go and click through, have a look at those. All free. Go have a look at them. It will outline everything for you um, to give you an idea of what you need to do to get to those long-term goals. As you can see, it is very possible to make money blogging as a blogger because there are many who went ahead of you and who did it. It is now up to you to take the next step or even share your experience that you had so far. So what has been your biggest struggle so far when it comes to starting a blog? All right, so do remember to subscribe to the Success Unscramble podcast where you will be the first to hear what's happening in the entrepreneurial and digital marketing world. Your positive review of this particular podcast is vital to keeping it alive and running for the next 12 to 24 months. So please, please leave a positive review for us in iTunes or Spotify or whatever your favorite podcast players are. If you are still in the process of trying to get approved for AdSense, then check out the AdSense Alternatives uh, podcast, which was done uh, not too long ago. I've left a link in the show notes. If you are at the stage where you want to, to know how bloggers make money, I have left a link in the show notes on the blog income report study there. If you want to take advantage of some free, free traffic from for your blog from Pinterest, check out the Pinterest tips, as well as grabbing these 20 tools used by successful bloggers. If you're a startup, small business, or you need to hire a virtual assistant, to complete tasks such as social media marketing, blogging, keyword research, and Pinterest account management, then take a look at the packages I have available um, in my resource area. All right, that's it for today. Until next time, enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. Bye for now.